Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guys, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt with Key today. A lot of stories. Lots of stories. I mean, Can we please get a podcast? No. Going? Because that's the, you can't have that stuff anywhere. That's just It'll be a, an in the eighth, circle of trust. A, a season no, of that doesn't. That, 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 circle the, of trust kind of episodes. stuff. The, the, the any given Sunday is not a. I mean, that's not that's no, that's public. The, it's public because he went when he did his press tour. Who he? Oliver Stone. So Oliver Stone. Yep, when when he did his press. So tour. you you had a chance to be in any given Sunday. I was in it. I was. You were on. You yeah, were supposed was, to be in the cast. Yeah, I was in the cast. And we then, were looking up. Just everybody knows we were looking up uh, Key's IMDb long list. And yeah, a, I did a lot of things I did not know you were in. <laughs> and so <laughs> when we including Living Single, one of my favorite shows ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was so weird Crazy. though. It started off weird because I was in New York at the time, and I flew to Santa Monica. California to meet Oliver Stone and this was actually like in the middle of football season it was like really quiet hush hush what, what year was this again I don't even remember me you gotta look it Just up go and so, you flew from New York you were playing for the Jets yeah okay. yeah I was for the Jets right. so I flew from New York to Santa Monica meet Oliver Stone in his office really weird Hollywood type situation because yeah. I fly out private nobody knows it's yeah. quiet no one middle of the night Shroud it's like secrecy. in and back yep. you know get back for practice the whole day you know it's like don't say anything Parcells must have loved that he Where didn't know last night <laughs> yeah, he didn't know he didn't know <laughs> and, and so get the role whatever it's Jamie it's LL it's Cameron it's Al Pacino it's going to be a whole yeah. deal and I'm gonna be in there not as Keyshawn but as whatever character blah 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 so I go to Miami to shoot the deal and I'm sitting in a hotel for like eight in the morning all night long blah 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 every single day so by the time we got to the third day I go to the trailer I'm there doing nothing from eight to eight Next day, eight twelve to eight. hours in a just trailer, sitting just there like waiting to go out and, and do my scenes. And just, so by the time I got to the fourth, fifth day, they come and get me. Do do knock on the door. Hey, we're ready to shoot. So I go to shoot my scene. Scene about two seconds, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we don't know what we want to do. We don't want to do this." With so I'm like, "Man, this is ridiculous." So I go back. Two days go by. Same thing happens. They kid me in the morning, eight to eight, basically sitting in the trailer doing nothing. And so I finally called my agent. And I was like, yo, man, I'm out of here. He's like, no, don't do it. I'm like, man, they can have the money back. They can have, I'm, I, I'm not doing this. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Like, I don't need this in my life. But clearly it was a bit part. You were It was a huge part. playing yourself? No, it was a no, big it was a, part? Yeah, yeah it, was one of, it was credits and everything. It wasn't going to be no Keyshawn Johnson football player. It's not, yeah. not Keyshawn Johnson no. as himself? No, not Keyshawn Johnson himself. So I just blew it off. So. I guess when they did the the whole Oliver did the whole press thing for it mm-hmm. um, in GQ magazine, you know, he talked about the experience with me and Puffy and how horrible it was, and these guys think they're going to be in Hollywood. They got a rude awakening. It was a, it was, you know, I was like, no, I don't need to do this for a living. Right, you weren't. You, you, no, you I'm weren't not chasing to be right. an actor. Right. You weren't. You that. asked me to do it. So they made LT sit in the trailer that long. Did they really do that? I mean, hey, one of the greatest some people in sports movie. It just depends. Come on, you got to admit. But Oliver Stone directs and produces movies differently than other people. It's just certain, you know, they got a certain art to the way they do things. Right. And so the way he was doing it, it was almost like he never had a script. And then you learn that's kind of how he directs film. Yeah, but he can't. He couldn't have you with your schedule in season just hanging like. No, it wasn't, it wasn't in season. season. Oh, okay, oh, okay. The yeah. meeting was only in season. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You agree, though? You saw the movie? Yes. Would you agree, though, that the, the LT sauna scene where he just, and he does <laughs> Man, it, it was apparently wild. that was All lit. I can do is tell you, 
that experience was wild. <laughs> it was fights. It was just, it was crazy. It was wild. It was wild. Fights? Oh, it was wild. Look at Alan's face, fights. But it was big. Maybe you're right. We, we can do your podcast. <laughs> we got other things we have to get to. There's no doubt about it. But it was and, fun. And one of the things we'll get, we have to get to is something, uh, another thing to add to your IMDB, which is first take yesterday and mm-hmm. again today. Uh, Key and I will be on first take again today. Yesterday's show. Tune in. To uh, some, some bit of a surprise, we had Patrick Mahomes. Surprise! As a guest on the show. Um, again, everybody's out in Tahoe for the uh, American Century Championship. And uh, Mahomes talked about a, a wide range of things, including, of course, uh, getting back to the Super Bowl again, taking on Tom Brady, and an interesting question that I asked him as well. Let's take a listen. It's hard to believe we're just 63 days away from the start of the season. So how do you feel this offseason went for you and also the team to get everyone geared up for a third straight Super Bowl appearance, perhaps? Yeah, I think it, I think it went well. Uh, we brought in a lot of new faces, but we still have that, the same old ones that, uh, that have been doing it. So we've kind of built this culture uh, of trying to go out there and be great every single day. And I feel like we got a lot of young guys and, and guys around the league that have had success that are, that are ready to go and ready to try to make another run at it. Pat, as competitive as you are, how often do you replay last year's Super Bowl loss, you know, just in your head on a daily basis, driving in the car to the stadium, wherever you might be? I think I did a little bit more um, when it, right after the game happened. Uh, at this point, I'm at the point where I'm ready to go for this next season. Um, I think that's the best thing about this league is that you start, you start from scratch every single year. And uh, we have the team uh, and the players to make a run at it. We just have to put in the work every single day. That offensive line was rebuilt going into this season. But how much would you think – I mean, this is what I've said, and I wonder if you feel the same way. If your offensive line is healthy, you win that Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you never know, man. You, you, would, you would hope that you go out there and play better, uh, at least. I feel like we didn't put our best effort out there. Um, but at the end of the day, that was a great football team, and they were better than us that day. Um, and so now we have to find ways to make ourselves better so that when we get in that game again, uh, we, we can come out on top. Pat, another one of your quarterback colleagues, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I know you've done some State Farm commercials with him. Has he said anything to you about his situation or unhappiness in Green Bay, or do you make what do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't said anything to me about that. Usually, when we're we're, we're shooting those things, uh, we're we're just focused on that and uh, kind of what, how our lives are going. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a weird it's a weird situation. Uh, great great organization, a great football player, um, and they're, they're not seeing eye to eye. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm sure that whatever happens, uh, both both Aaron and the Green Bay Packers will be uh, just fine. Oh, I didn't uh, hear it. Oh, you didn't, didn't hear it? No, hey, That's here right. we go. I, I don't <laughs> want to jump in. I got a million questions. If you want, I'll just keep going. No, and I didn't hear questions. anything. So, no. Hey, so, look, Pat, when you think about Eric bien me and, and what he was quoted saying uh, for the past few years that, you know, have been through the interview cycle and, and basically not getting a job or an opportunity to really get a job, what do you say to Coach, you know, about the opportunities that could potentially come his way in the near future. Yeah, I think I think he has that mindset that even if he doesn't get a job that he thinks that he should have gotten, uh, he's going to come into work every single day and he's going to grind. Um, he, he's a he's a he's a true leader as a coach. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, every single day, you know, he's going to have that energy. He's going to make sure that everything's detailed up. And I know when he does get his job, uh, that, that's well deserved. Uh, that's going to be a successful franchise. So hopefully, it's not in the AFC.
So as you're talking about going for another Super Bowl this year or playing for it, you can't wait to get back on the field in doing that. Competition, not just for the Super Bowl. You went up against Tom Brady. You see where he is at this point in his career. It's not the first time you've played him in, in of course, the playoffs. But is there a bit for you of a rivalry? Is there something in your mind where you're like, I'm chasing this guy. I want to be greater, greater than him, better than him. Can we one day have that LeBron-Michael Jordan debate with you and Tom Brady? I mean, it, it's, uh, it's still early for uh, the LeBron-Michael Jordan stuff. But uh, for me, uh, if you're in this league, you're trying to win. You're trying to be the best player on that football field every single day. Um, and uh, uh, Tom's done it for a long time, um, and, he, and he's won a lot of Super Bowls. And so uh, when you're coming up and you're watching football, you, you want to go out there and win championships like he's done. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to try to do whatever I can every single year put us in position uh, that we can win a lot of championships, hopefully. Mahomes was terrific. Uh, never too early, in my opinion, to ask that kind of a question. What? Because of already what, he's, what we see from him and what we project from him. And I remind everybody, too, that when LeBron James, before he even won a championship, there was that discussion of LeBron being the next Jordan. Now, it only just got louder and louder as he grew and obviously won championships, but that was already there. I don't think it's crazy to say that, that that could be the NFL version of that debate of Mahomes and Brady. I think it's possible we could see it. Certainly the Chiefs have to uh, be able to provide for him the kind of team around him that will be a championship contender because it doesn't work if he doesn't win any more rings. But I don't see a reason why that can't be something that we start wondering about. Is is this going to be that? Like, is he going to be that guy that takes the takes the torch from Brady and we start debating the greatness at the quarterback position between these two? Was that conversation really LeBron Jordan or was it Kobe Jordan? No. And then eventually it became LeBron Kobe Jordan, Jordan was more of the comparison, but I was covering the league at the time. When, when LeBron came into the league, uh-huh. chosen one, wearing number 23, this, there was that sense – from day one, that this guy is going to be the next great player in the NBA. And we were watching him grow, and each year he got better and better. It just was like, yeah, here it comes. This guy's going to be MVP. Here it's coming. And then 07 happened. It's like, yeah, here it comes. Like, that's just what that, – that was the vibe. Kobe, we didn't know what he was going to be because he came yeah. in so young. Yeah, And, and obviously, uh, you know, that's with the late – shot a few air balls and then he was – One we point were in ready debut. To, we were running to run him out of L.A. <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah, of course. Um, the, the problem that you have with Patrick Mahomes in comparison to Michael Jordan or LeBron or Tom Brady is how what's going to happen to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is not 22 years old. That's right. And Eric Bieniemy is going to get a job someday. Is it going to be in Kansas City? Is Andy Reid going to eventually say, you know what, I'm going to do this next year. I'm just going to step down. It's Eric's or – is he going to hang on? Eric's going to leave? Not only that, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady were together for 20, 20 years. years. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid ain't got another 20 years. Understood. Right? I mean, he just yeah. doesn't. No, you're, you're right. It, it, and so when you look at it but, from but, that aspect, but then. Le- I know Michael had Phil forever. Oh, no, hey, I was going to say. LeBron moved Michael, around. But Michael had Phil forever. Andy Reid ain't gonna be like that. Then you say, then you say that LeBron moved around. It's one guy in basketball. Yeah, one guy can change you forever in hoops. I, I, it's not that way in football. I totally get that. Tom Brady proved that wrong last year. No, 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 no. It's not. Don't get it 
twisted. I have a question. No, no, I'm not. I just have a question. Would because it is not that way in football. If Patrick Mahomes is able to win multiples, maybe not the dynasty that Tom Brady had. Yeah. That then strengthens yeah. the argument. Yeah, right? you get like Han, Jan, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Friday, like Han said. You know, he's only won one. He's got to get a couple more before you really can have that conversation. Okay. You know, if for whatever reason, look, he may never get back to the Super Bowl I, I, again. I'm glad you're going into this because I think he may need to hear never this. get back to the Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. It may win two or three more MVPs. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he doesn't get back or he gets back and he does not win. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy named Jim Kelly, who's a Hall of Famer, went to four damn Super Bowls in a row. He did not win one. Dan Marino went to the Super Bowl in his second year. Dan Marino ain't never been back again. So it's not in the NFL, man, it's hard yeah. as hell to get to the playoffs, let alone win one game. It's so hard. And we just but every throw era, Super Bowls out there I get like it. they M&M. Yeah. But every era had – a team or two that did get back multiple times and win. Dallas Cowboys in the nineties, obviously. I right? understand that. Like we we've seen this happen, so it's not like it's a it's not that rarity of well every year it's always going to be different teams. We've seen it where this is the next team, and it's usually because they have something special like the quarterback. This guy is something special. But the one thing, and that- if he doesn't get there again or win another one. That's on the Chiefs. It might be. It might what? be on the. It mm. might be on the Chiefs. That's fine. Just like. Green Bay, very good team. It might be on the front office and not on Aaron Rodgers. Right. But they still haven't won. It may have the most talented quarterback in the history of the National Football League and Aaron Rodgers that we've seen. I, I don't know that it's fair to say that that will be on the Chiefs. A lot happens in the course of a season. First of all, the rest of the league is trying to get better. The Bills, they are whoever, going to get better. Right. Whoever you think is closing the gap, we said it might be the Bills and the AFC. Fine. They're continuing to get better. Knock on all the wood. Injuries. I mean, so much stuff happens in the course of a season. And I'm with Key. Like, the way that we flippantly toss out how easy it is to get there and to Man, win. It's like a it's just, vending just machine, it. the way y'all talk. Like, you just go and pick it pick it up because Patrick Mahomes is on there and dial it up, and here it is. There's a trophy. Well, it's a projection. It doesn't work like it's a, that. It's a projection, first yeah, of all. Yeah, I get, I get you the You look projections. at him and his talent. You see Travis Kelsey. You see the talent get, they have around him. You see the system that. that they have. You see the division they're in. You put all that together, and you say – they could be set up to go to no, multiple they, Super Bowls. They are set up yeah, to go to Yeah, that's multiple. why I projected but it. But so is the Seattle Seahawks, mm. and so are the Tampa Bay well, Buccaneers. The Seahawks have. And so the are Seahawks the Cleveland have Browns. multiple Super Bowls. But I understand that, but they're set up. That was a while ago, but they're set up to continue this ride. The Dallas Cowboys are set up. Can they deliver? And, and my whole point is, it's not that easy. It's just not. If he gets... Two more Super Bowls by the time he retires, then you can have that strong conversation about him, LeBron, whatever you, you know, uh, uh, Tom Brady. You can have that conversation because the conversation is still who's better, Joe Montana or Tom Brady. That conversation, people still have that debate in that conversation. It just, again, basketball, one guy. I, you, you I understand. And like I said, it's the NFL version is what I'm trying to say. And, and and this is why I say it, because the debate generally is the guy that's one, you know, that was the winner in the previous era who did it. The, and I think Brady and Jordan, it's very similar. Same franchise, same coach. Same everything. Right. It was yeah. very similar. And then a ton of rings. All that's the same. And then what well, the one thing Jordan didn't do is win a championship somewhere else, which Brady just did. 
But then you have the next guy that comes up, and he's great, and it's a can what? can he because of his talent. Can he match well, Brady, sort of that thing, and it, now we can have that. This is the next, the se- you know, not the second coming, I, but just that but next Brady version. Landed, Brady landed in the, the greatest situation anybody I, I, could ever land in, man. Let's keep it 100. I mean, he, he went to a loaded situation that added one or two more pieces in terms of A.B. who helped out along the way, bringing Gronkowski, who, who got enough, you got enough out of Gronkowski. Right. And Brady didn't make the mistakes down the stretch the same way that Jameis Winston made because they allowed Jameis to throw the ball way too much for his talent in his mental capacity where Brady, his mental is like he can do it blindfolded, sleeping, sleepwalking. It's just, it, that's who he is. But at the same time, let's be real. That defense hit in stride came playoff time. Mm-hmm. Brady gets the credit because he brought that, that winning attitude right. and competitive nature to the table. And so if Brady goes to the Arizona Cardinals, they're not going to the damn Super Bowl. Then it's just not going to happen. Let's be honest. Hmm. Let's be honest with ourselves. Okay. That's, no, no. that's it, all I'm saying. Like, I'm not predicting. I'm just saying it could, and, and it would be very interesting because these Although are Although he guys. wins a lot of championships in cities – in which he played, regardless if he's on the team I mean, or not. The Lightning <laughs> just won. I was saying, wherever he go, like Boston had a hell of a run, right, of championships, not just the Patriots. And now in Tampa, it seems like all they do is win championships down there, certainly as well. All right, well, with that in mind, Chiefs and the Bucks, both teams that would be favored to get back to the Super Bowl. We did talk about this a little bit earlier, but let's kick it around a little bit more. More likely to get back. I, I feel like it's if I was putting a percentage on it, I would give them both the same percentage. Yeah, would you? yeah, yeah, it's probably the same percentage. You can't percentage. do that. That's a cop out, y'all. No, I know no, it's a cop out, I was but say, it's math. I was going to say it's probably <laughs> it's a pro, it's probably even. I wouldn't be shocked if both got back. Right. But I just feel like for whatever reason Kansas City offensive line they fixed to a degree. Interior. Plus I'm big on home field advantage. Like okay. I'm huge on Kansas City Arrowhead, still called Arrowhead, yeah, right? Arrowhead yeah, yeah, Arrowhead Stadium and the crowd and the noise and the cold. and the, When you get into that sort of stuff, mm. it's a different mentality that you approach when you got to go to Kansas City to play. In buildings you've played in, where would you put that one? Mm. Like as far as toughest, NFL, only NFL. Might have been the – Toughest stadium oh, wow. to play in, noise wise and everything. Well, the the, the Minnesota, uh, old Minnesota yeah. Metro Dome was crazy because it was loud. Right, but the Kansas City, you go in there, it's cold as hell, mm-hmm. raining, and the fans with all that red on, talking crazy. You know, it's just a different feel. You're right. driving into the stadium, it's ugly around, it's not <laughs> nice looking, and so you like already miserable just looking at the environment around the stadium. And so it becomes psychologically something different. But that's probably the tough – I would say Kansas City is probably the toughest place. Buffalo is, was tough because you didn't know what was coming at you, whether it was frozen batteries or what. <laughs> that's well, you said, crazy. But you liked Philly. F- Phil- you said you didn't mind even though they were getting on your case. Philadelphia wasn't tough. The, the people were just hella rude. And disrespectful. Tough is the con- the weather you might anticipate. The field. What are we talking about? The, the fans. The, the fans. The weather and mm-hmm. the fans. When you standing out there trying to play football in zero degrees temperatures, and you got a bunch of people screaming and yelling with their shirts off, faces painted, you know, out of control. 
you 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 see that, Ooh. you know, and it's like, damn man, this is what you heard, they're yeah. crazy. Oh man, I made a mistake. <laughs> Never made this mistake ever again in my life. Never been yelled at a quarterback and just had to put my head down like a dog that did something wrong, and he knew it, and he ran underneath the bed. <laughs> I ran a route against the Kansas City Chiefs in, in 98. We went to Kansas City to beat the Chiefs, and it was raining. It was, we had to cancel the game. I don't know if you remember this. The count, we had to cancel, not cancel the game, postpone, uh, suspended for a little bit because it was raining. Lightning in the water was like up to here everywhere. They had to evacuate, do the whole deal. So I come out, and when you're taught, on a, a three by one or a two by three to run a slant and you're the middle guy. What we call cross face is I have to go in front of the defender, not behind the defender. Because if I go behind the defender, the other window closes. Mm-hmm. The guy who covers me fall off. I was frustrated because I, I was just having a bad game and I was trying to get open. And I went behind the defender and then he throws the ball, pick six to Donnie Edwards. The stadium, you could feel the vibration on the floor. Shaking. Shaking. It got so loud. We won the game at the end, mm-hmm. but it was one of those deals where it was like, and Vinny just MF'd me the whole way to the sideline. I never made that mistake ever again in my career. Ever. Never, ever. But Kansas City created that frustration at Teachable that moment. Teachable right. moment. Ten- yeah. yeah. Proud of intensity. you. What's that? Teachable moment. Never oh, made man, that mistake again. Come on, man. Again. Never made it again. I ain't, ain't going to make mistakes twice. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought That's to you by California Almonds, Country versus Country. Ain't got nothing to do with your personal life. You versus the home <laughs> printer, no matter the competition. You need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural energy packs. Stay on task. Feel good fuel to power you through. California Almonds own your every day. Every day. So coming up next, does Conor McGregor still have the eye of the tiger? We'll tell you after Key has this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the playoffs heat up, so do the possibilities. The underdogs begin to emerge, and top seeds are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. It has just escalated throughout the week. We're about to hit the climax. I'm going to put on a flawless performance here, an absolute clinic. I've fought Connor before. I have to go out there and do what I do well. There's no one that does it like me. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Chris Paul at half court, dribbling with Holiday draped all over him. Now the switch, Giannis. They find Booker. He's wide open on top for a three. He makes it. 31 for Booker. 21 in the second half on their 19th triple. Devin Booker leads the Suns. As Marquester had the call on ESPN Radio, D-Book goes for 31 points, six assists, five rebounds. Phoenix with a 118-108 win over the Bucks in Game Two. They now have a 2-0 lead in the NBA Finals. The series will move on to Milwaukee on Sunday. You can get coverage of Game 3 Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio. Fury versus Wilder 3 will be rescheduled for later this year, sources are telling ESPN. This is because Tyson Fury has tested positive for COVID-19 fight originally scheduled for july 24th at t-mobile arena excuse me in las vegas sources telling espn the new target date october 9th ufc 264 is still on for saturday night dustin poirier conor mcgregor are set for their rubber match mcgregor winning the first bout by first round tko in september 2014 poirier even the score with a second round tko this past january and ufc 257 UFC 264 exclusively available to ESPN Plus subscribers for 69.99 you can visit espnplus.com/ppv sports center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's unlimited ultimate unlimited plan get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month all in America's largest most dependable networks Straight Talk Wireless no contract no compromise compatible device required See straighttalk.com. You know, obviously, me and Dustin had a, a good fight back in the day. They're ready to fall. <laughs> you ain't shit. It was built up nice, so. and there was a good back and forth between us. I've never disliked somebody that much that I'm ever for. <laughs> Just escalated throughout the week. We're about to hit the climax. If you got a minute and a half, go watch the footage. And then I went on and done what I have done. And Dustin has gone on and done what he has done. This is what I do, I live for this. It was an, an inevitable bout for us to meet again. Hard to appropriately describe the tension in this building. Oh, oh my God! Oh. It's hard to take the highest highs and the lowest lows in this game. The competitive fire is still in me and I will regroup and adjust and come back. It is one and one. For sure we'll go again. Tomorrow night, not just the ESPYs, UFC and Conor McGregor back in the octagon. He and Cormier looking forward to this. The rubber match. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. August joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt in with Key. And we go to the Goodyear Hotline, joined by Daniel Cormier right now, our ESPN MMA analyst and co-host of DC and RC. All right, DC. 
let's get right into what we have tomorrow night in this rubber match. And my obvious question, the easy question to ask is because of Connor and everything that he's been through and what he's become for the sport. What would this, what will this fight do for his legacy? You know, this gives him an ending to a rivalry, right? Because it's not for a title, but there become there comes a time when a fighter doesn't need to be fighting for a championship. The only one that can do that right now in MMA is Conor McGregor. He gets Dustin Poirier only six months after being knocked out by Dustin Poirier. And if he can win, it, it ends this rivalry, but also sets him up for a title fight at the end of the year. So there's big stakes on this fight for McGregor. Hey, Daniel, look, McGregor told our Stephen A. Smith that basically he's looking for revenge because, as you said, he got knocked out. So how does this fight play out? You know, you got to see what changes McGregor and his team have made in a short period of time, right? He's done some things differently than they did going into the second fight. During the second fight, Conor McGregor had his kids with him, his wife, his family. They were everywhere that he went. This time, he took off to Orange County, away from his family for a month, five weeks. He's really separated himself, put himself in a, a killer's mindset in order to try to get this one back. And you see the different approach that McGregor is taking this week. Last time, man, the guys were hugging each other. I mean, Dustin holding Connor's liquor. Connor's holding Dustin's hot sauce. Yesterday, McGregor tries to kick him at the press conference. So, I mean, all the friendliness and all the, a lot of those things that a lot of guys like me don't really like in, in the build-up to fights is gone, and these guys really want to get at each other now. Can you take that emotion into the ring with you, though? Can you really – all that out-of-the-ring – press conference stuff that we see. Can you take that and use that as fuel inside the ring? You know what, man? They say a lot of times not to be emotional in a fight, right? Because it gets you tired. It, it makes you make mistakes. It, it's a lot of reasons why you don't. But then when you look back at what Conor McGregor used to be, right? He used to live this crazy life where he was so out there. It let him be so free in the octagon that he couldn't be beat. It was like everything the guy touched turned to gold. But then he got more reserved and more conservative, and then he started to struggle. So I think this is a callback to the days when he was the champ champ, and he was the double champ and did all those things. But the reality is he can be nice, Connor. He can be mean, Connor. I think he's going to fight the same way. It's who he is. It's his fighting style. Does he have the fighting style to beat Dustin Poirier is the question. It's funny, DC, because in that same interview, Key, uh, he honestly said to Stephen A that the difference in the time between he won his winning fight in 2014 and the latest was he had kind of gotten a little bit full of himself and that he's now back to who he was when he kind of first hit the scene at his <laughs> peak. So, um, But uh, other things that he's had uh, been very vocal about, Khabib, um, he's asked what has he ever done for the sport. Obviously, Khabib retired undefeated. Um, let's check out the comments. To make a medal off loss. That's temporary loss. Where's he gone, bro? Where's he now? He's retired. Yeah, well, boy. He went sprinting. He's gone. Zox came fattens and Roy Nob. He done nothing in the sport. F all he done in the sport. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Damn, what, he's he's never lost? He was 13 and 0 fighting guys with uh, three wins and six losses. It was his father's shows. His father had the shows set up and he was fighting bleeding guys with like two wins and eight losses and all. That's his record up until he's 20 and 0. He has three fights on the trot in the UFC before that. That, that done him well. And then before that, it's nothing. It's pullouts. Couldn't make weight. You know, that's, that's that. So, now the last time and we now fought. he's gone. Strong. 
<laughs> DC, your thoughts. Didn't <laughs> words. You know, hey, I tell you this much. Listen, Stephen A. did a great job interviewing him, right? Asked him the questions that needed to be asked and had him actually getting upset at times. But here's the thing. Conor's the only guy that can do that, right? Talk about an undefeated person like he doesn't matter. When the reality is, Habib Man had some fights early in his career that maybe it was against guys that were lesser challenged. But Habib left the UFC at 14-0, right? The guy never lost. He won, I think he was 28-0 by the time he was done. So halfway through his career, he was in the UFC fighting everybody. So Habib Nurmagomedov is the best fighter in the world. Uh, he was the best, obviously the best lightweight in the world. He beat Dustin. He beat Connor. He beat Gaethje. He beat everybody. So um, that's just Connor having that anger and rivalry towards Habib Nurmagomedov. Um, I don't think there's much in those words outside of an emotional guy who wants to fight Habib back. And if something he can say to bring him back, hmm. he's going to say it. How much longer will McGregor fight in the uh, UFC? Honestly, for the UFC, you want him there. I mean, obviously, you see <laughs> the the intrigue and the way that things are when Conor McGregor fights. You know, very rarely do you get an athlete that can just change the entire environment around him. McGregor does that. When he fights in in the in Vegas, the betting and everything matches the Super Bowl. This is one guy. One guy comes to Vegas with his show, and the betting, the, the, the amount of money bet matches what is bet at the Super Bowl. That is what Conor McGregor means to the UFC. Every pay-per-view is worth millions of buys. I mean, for the deal the UFC and ESPN made, ESPN's like, hey, Conor, can you fight four times a year? <laughs> Everybody that gets paid off of McGregor wants to see him in that octagon, and I think he'll be around for a while when you heard him talking to Stephen A. yesterday. Yeah, he, he is definitely a show, no doubt about it. DC, I, I know you're, you're a big football fan. I know you're a Saints fan. How are you feeling about a quarterback transition yes. with your team right now? And we were talking earlier in the show about <laughs> fan bases that deserve a championship. But all you guys have oh, been through in some know. of these playoff games. Hey, we, need the Saints. we need another one. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We need another one. I got to be honest with you. They took one from us a few years ago. So it's like, get uh -oh. it back. We need to get uh -oh. it back. They took one from us down in, in New Orleans. I, I was there with my children. My son left crying. And it looked like a funeral when he left the Superdome. We thought we had one that year. But the reality is we're going to we're gonna try with Jameis Winston and, 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 and Taysom Hill and see – what happens? I mean, you that see Jameis Winston. Wait, 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 wait. You I said mean, we're going to try? Hey, you listen, just said we're going to hey, try listen, with Jameis Winston? Hey, no, guys, guys, listen, guys. I haven't always been the biggest Jameis Winston supporter. So I'm just trying to kind of toe the line here. Teach y'all, I don't want to <laughs> jump on the left side too much and end up looking like a fool because you know what they do at ESPN? I'll be up here going, Jameis Winston, let's go. We're going to do this with Jameis Winston. I'll be on the show next time. And they'll run that to me going, hey, let's go. He'll throw a whole bunch of interceptions. But you see Jameis out there with the ball. Jam He's like doing this type of stuff. I'm like, no, go, Daniel, Daniel, like, don't, 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 don't let well. them people have you fall into Say that. With your chest. That falling into that narrative, narrative about Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston will be just fine with Sean Payton. Don't, James don't get Winston, caught up in the hype, man. No, let me tell you something. I'm watching the, the workouts, and I know the kid has a ton of talent, right? Because we've seen him. Right, we just got to make sure that he isn't making mistakes. It seems like at times the information starts to come at him so fast that he makes rushed decisions. If he doesn't make rushed decisions, he's got a great arm. He's very athletic, big guy, and he'll understand. Look, we trusted Keyshawn. 
I'm just trying to toe the line a little bit. Man, I, I, hey, hey, hey just tr- trust me on this one. He'll be fine. Just trust me on this one. Okay. okay don't don't, got, don't hey, get caught up you. in what you saw in Tampa versus what you'll see in New Orleans. Unfortunately, DC, okay, if Key okay. is wrong, you are also associated with this clip. So just know. Yeah, we, we definitely. <laughs> you see, that's the thing, right? I ain't the wrong, though. He gets, down with him. But I'm not wrong. But you see, that's the thing, though. He, he, he knows. So I'm looking at him. I'm he not wrong. I ain't even worried about him it. Him being so confident. Him being so confident makes me more confident. So. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Right. Well, I'm confident this was a great segment as always. Good to talk to you, DC. Thanks so much. All Thank right. you, guys. Hey, by the way, also the first episode of DC and RC, Daniel Cormier, and, of course, Ryan Clark. He has been an NFL analyst. Available right now wherever podcasts can be found. And then there's Dustin Poirier and the notorious Conor McGregor who will settle their score at UFC 264 Saturday exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. After McGregor defeated Poirier in 2014, Poirier evened the score in January, setting up the most highly anticipated rubber match in UFC history. UFC 264, exclusively available to ESPN Plus subscribers for $69.99. Or sign up now to get UFC 264 and an ESPN Plus annual plan for $89.98. You can visit ESPNplus.com slash Friday. P-P-V. <laughs> and we still have first take to do coming yeah. up. But first, we have Call a Roulette to do. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll get to that after Monica has this from Rumble On. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's just sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. They can even finance your next Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and even more if you are just looking to upgrade. See what RumbleOn can do for you by visiting RumbleOn.com. Fast bikes, faster cash. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point, and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Call the roulette time. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. Monica, uh, Miss McNutt, can we uh, take your bags? Would you like a drink while you're waiting for your room? I'm, uh, please, I'm tired. Say music can I do anything else for you, Mrs. McNutt? <laughs> Miss, why do people put Mrs.? Mrs. Miss. Well, you Miss or Miss? We're just assuming. Mm. That's all. Moving just on. Assuming. 
Color Roulette brought to you by Napa. <laughs> you wouldn't be in this style hotel. Whether it's by next yourself. day delivery or getting involved in their <laughs> local communities, Napa goes above and beyond to serve you because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. What what do you what do you got for me, Yates? Oh come on now. <laughs> Here we go. See, this is. I feel like this is rainy Friday music. I know, but it's oh, 10 o'clock in the morning, y'all. You, you can, can count on me. me. Tell me about like, it. <laughs> I'll never let you down. Are we going to watch the issues here? No, maybe not. See, this is so. This is a song about monogamy. You and, you and I. I. You and is I. Is that bad? No, it's oh, beautiful. Okay, it's just jealousy, though. It's the whole idea just, of celebrating man, the that idea jealousy. Of, a, of your boo, of your you girl. Man. What? I'm well aware. I love it. Man, come on, man. Need more music like this. See, the 90s was different, man. Hey, Yates. You want to come back. Different. I can stop and get some Hennessy, Yates. <laughs> you and I, man. You and I. That's what they Hennessy? No, baby. You, you Healthy and strong. Some, some yeah, how about things. that, right? The family unit. Like, this is quality music. This is quality music. Right? Yeah, this is here. This will get you in trouble, though. Dedicated oh, yeah. It doesn't have to get you in trouble if you're doing the right things with the no. right people. Mm-hmm. No, but I ain't say you had to be with the wrong people. You're oh, going to okay. get you in trouble. That's all. So stop. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't tell me to stop. Oh, <laughs> you know what it is. Forever, my lady. Forever, oh, my, my lady. Man, why they couldn't just keep going? Why they had to just, just, just come on? Because it wouldn't. Go. People don't appreciate things that just don't stop. Man. So while we enjoy this moment in time, <laughs> let's spin the wheel on Call you're of Young really appreciate this. Jodeci was special. There was something different about them. Line three. Yeah, they all were tiny. <laughs> they hey, this is uh, Bo from Tennessee. Uh, I just want to say that uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin is a great addition to the morning show. It's what I listen to every morning. Uh, Keyshawn, I heard you say something about Brady landing in, uh, with the Patriots for a perfect situation, had a lot of weapons, had a great coach, all that sort of stuff. I think Mahomes landed in a great place. In Kansas City, I mean, he's got Andy Reid. They had a whole bunch of draft picks. They ended up with a lot of talent on the offensive line that really helped him out. What do you think about that? No, you're absolutely right. But one guy is 40 and the other guy (laughs) is 20. Mm -hmm. So it's a different situation. Brady is at the end of his career where Mahomes is really just starting out. So it's a totally different situation. I'd rather – when I get to Brady's age, I want to land – where Brady landed if I'm playing football in a perfect situation. If I'm Tom Brady, I ain't messing around mm-hmm. with no damn New York Jets. I'm going to where yeah. I can just Ready-made. do what I need to do mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl. Why yeah. I want to make it hard on myself? I could have stayed in New England for that. The later in life you go, the more moving ready you yes. want to buy, right? I don't I'm not looking key. to do any construction. Right, no. I don't need to flip this place. No. I need a place I can move in yes. and be ready, and that's exactly but, what he got there. Let's spin it. Go ahead. All of that will be Brady can you can have that conversation with Brady. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid's not Brady got nine seven super I don't know if stop counting, seven. man. Seven wins mm-hmm. and I think nine appearances yes, or something. Seven, Ten. Right. Woo! Yep. Success. That's a lot with yeah. one coach. Okay, sorry. The, 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 Whatever it landed on, we gotta spin it again. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Line four. Hey man, y'all. Logan from Cincinnati. Keith, Daddy. Why yep. do you keep sleeping on my on my Tennessee Titans? <laughs> Oh, as the next Vegas. best team in the AFC. Mm. I feel like they're the only team, especially with the addition of Julio Jones, that uh, can but you know why? compete you, you, with the Chiefs. You know why I, I'm not sleeping enough. on them? I don't believe – when you go to the playoffs, you got to be able to consistently throw the football on top of running and playing stout defense. 
They can run the football. Their defense is toast. Defense not good, man. Not good. I understand you, you're a Tennessee Titans. Defense not good. And when you need to make big throws, can Tannehill make a handful of big throws in the playoffs? Can he consistently he need to? do that? You have to. Yes. You say. have to in the playoffs. You have to get those chunk plays, a handful of them. Super Bowl. One chunk throw changes yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo's future in San Francisco. He was he didn't he make that have, one right. throw. They can live off the running game. He just has to be able to like well, I guess you're right, Jimmy G. If he one makes throw. that one just throw. Just one or two throws. That's it. I don't Matty know. Ice, make I don't that one know throw. if Tannehill can Ooh, do Matty that. Well, maybe not make that one throw. Consistent. Right? Maybe yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I got you. Well, and I don't like their defense. Man, their defense. Sorry, for Vrabel to be as as defensive minded as he is, their defense not good. So you don't even put them. Okay, you don't <laughs> even put them in top not five. Good. Man, and their defense not good. Why I'm gonna lie to myself? Not good. They're toast. All right, Monica. Great job this whole week. It was so fun hanging us. out with y'all for the week. Why you act like you're right. quitting? Key and I will be on first take. That's coming up next. We got this handled. Monica, we're going to see you next. Um, ESPN Radio Sunday. Sunday. ESPN Radio for the pregame.